Hey, what's up? It's me, Chris Powell. And before we start the podcast, I got a question for you. Do you want to start a healthy habit? Do you want to feel great for the rest of the day? And do you want to do all of that in less than three minutes? I'm on a mission to move 1 million people every single day with my nonprofit and app called Move 1 Million. It's fast, easy, fun, and you'll feel great for the rest of the day. Oh, and the best part? It's 100% free. You can find us at m1m.org or search M1M on the Google Play Store or on the App Store. And he looks right at me and he says, Matthew, you are a transitional character in your lineage. And that is why I do what I do. Hi there, my name is Matthew Blades, podcast host and motivational speaker. And I love keynoting and putting on workshops to help people understand the value of self-care because there are people in this room that feel broken, but you're not. There is nothing wrong with you. Just like there was nothing wrong with me. I just needed to step into my life's purpose more. And that's what I want to encourage you to do. Let's do this together. Head on over to learnfrompeoplewholivedit.com. Both of us have had our battles with our own mental health. And she had written anxiety disorder and circled it. And it was definitely one of those aha moments. It's one of the reasons we are so proud to have this podcast sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service and it's 100% online. To get started, you simply answer a couple of questions about your needs and preferences in therapy and you can schedule these sessions when it's convenient for you and you can always switch to a new therapist if you don't find the fit right away. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you would expect from in-office therapy but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash I needed that. That's betterhelp.com slash I needed that. You'll also find this link in the show notes of today's episode. We're bringing the 80s back, Chris. I love it. You I know, know you do. That's my jam right this here. This is for you, man. Yeah. Headband, yes. plastic warm-up suit. Yes, long, flowing blonde hair. You you strike me to be a kind of guy who had frosted tips at one point in your life. No? Absolutely. I yeah, you I did. did. I, I, I used lemon juice. You, you did? Ever, yeah, did you ever do the lemon juice? No, I actually just always went to a stylist to get it done. Oh, yeah. So I did the frosted. Dude, I had, I had, my hair was braided at one point. What? It's long. It was in the crisscross. You remember the crisscross? Era? Wait a second. Where are these photos? Oh, I, I'll, I'll pull some up for you. You're gonna die. I've got them. Oh me, my god! Tell me you remember crisscross? Of course. Remember crisscross? Yeah, like they a, had the braids in the thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, and and. <laughs> all right, I, I went for it, bro. We got to see this. Welcome yes. to I needed that. Our brand new podcast. Uh, and boy, what a busy couple of weeks for you. You were just on the Kelly Clarkson show. Yeah. Which we have to talk about and we will hear in a couple of moments. Also, today on this episode, we are so insanely grateful for our friend Kaylee O'Kelly. She's we've known her for a long time. She's been through quite the journey of her own and uh, so excited to have her on today and really dive in deep on uh, on what her journey's been like. Well, and you guys have that thing in common. You both have recently gone through a divorce. A big D, yeah. I would expect that there'll be a deep dive on divorce with Kaylee <laughs> because it'll be an area you guys can relate to each other on. And so I'm really, really looking forward to that. And yes. um, since I expect that one to be a little bit more of a serious conversation, I figured we should have some fun 
yes. up front. Please, let's go. But before we get to all that fun, uh, let's talk about the Kelly Clarkson show. You were just there uh, a little over a week ago, and yeah. I had a chance. Now, is it the first time you met Kelly? It's my first time, yes. Okay. So I met her several times in the radio industry over the oh, years. Question for you. Was she just the sweetest person ever? Ever. Yep. Ever, 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 ever. Yep. I had, you know, going into it, you know, you, you get a vibe for, for some people and sometimes you're disappointed. What you see is what you get. She was the sweetest person in the world. And it was just, it was such a wonderful experience. And, and I actually needed that mm. yeah, because I was nervous. Were you really? Dude. I haven't, I haven't been on a big show in it. It's been a, quite some time. You know, I've been... I've we were been, on Good Morning America. What are you freaking talking about? Oh, I mean, like a big talk show. Oh, yes, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> of course, like, uh, you know, the, there's... there's the, and I the, get it. The, the GMA the segment you handled at home. Yeah, and, yeah but okay. you know what? There's the studio audience. They bring you out and they got you, you know, sitting on the sofa. And I just, all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm back in the green room and I'm, I'm, everything's good that morning. And all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, oh, man. Here we go. And Stomach I, start to get a little excited. Oh yeah, yeah. I went to the bathroom, you know, like just about like three or four times, you know. And then all of a sudden, you know, they they've got you backstage, and then the the door slides open, and the studio audience starts cheering. And I'm like, oh boy, here we go. And I found myself. I was nervous. Wow, good for you, oh, man. I, but, I mean, it says you care, right? Do you get nervous before big things like that? It, I get excited. Okay. Yeah. That's really what it is for me. I get super excited. I used to call it nervous, and then I worked at this mental coach who was like, flip the script. It's not nerves. It's excitement. They kind of feel really similar to each other. Sure. And so nervous in a way because you don't want to mess up and you don't want to say the wrong thing, but more and more nowadays, I don't worry about that like I used to. Right. In fact, I know when I was in the radio industry, it was a a differentiating factor for me and other radio talents. It was like, if, if some, Taylor Swift or Kelly, Kelly Clarkson, for the sake of this conversation, was going to come into my studio to do an interview, I didn't geek out, man. It was like, she's coming into my house. I'm yeah. going to take care of her. Yeah. And that's how she took care of you, right? Oh, she was, she was amazing. It's funny because I was, I was more nervous. It's funny. Actually, as I talk through this, I, I know exactly what made me nervous. The producers come in with all these speaking points. Mm-hmm. And they say, here's what Kelly's going to ask you. And this is how you should, you should answer. And I, so that's when I found myself in the green room and I'm like looking at, I'm trying to memorize. I'm like, she's going to ask this and this is how I should respond. And so I'm going through it in my mind and all of a sudden, I, like, that's what really kind of threw me off a little bit. And then the moment the door opened and people started clapping, I totally forgot everything I was supposed to say. And I just Good. sat down and she's like, Chris, how are you? And I was like, I'm great. And we literally had a, a five minute conversation. And I, when I walked off, everyone was like, dude, that was amazing. Is it so, safe to say Kelly Clarkson could be listening to our podcast right now i think it's 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 likely it's highly likely we'll put it that way so when you got to her let's talk about this like all the behind the scenes you, you arrived do they do they provide transportation from the hotel yeah, yeah. okay so, so they pick you up on fancy black escalade okay yeah so you great. guys jump in the escalade jump in the escalade there's all kinds of refreshments there they had you know the water bottles on the side they had all these mints and little snacks it was nice it was and then great. you and get on set our driver was willie What's up, yeah, Willie? Yeah. He was awesome. So then, yeah, we, we get to set. They've, I mean, obviously, they've got everyone there. So open the doors. They grab my luggage off the back. And no problem, Mr. Mr. Powell's here. You know, they're, they're on the little, uh, on the radios. Oh, Mr. Powell's here. So they wheel us in the back. And it was great. They actually took us probably one of the nicest green rooms I've ever seen. They had a, a wall like this, shiplap. And they had all these guitars hanging from it. It was just a really cool, like, 
cunt, like a Nashville vibe. They had like um, uh, arcade game in the in, really? the in the corner. Yeah, with, oh, I think I saw classics. your Insta post and you were talking about Pac Man and something else. Yeah, okay, yeah, it was super cool. I mean, they had everything there. They were and just the crew. I got to say, like the, the the crew was amazing. Everybody there supporting the show, and that's how you actually. A lot of times, you know, you know the the talent or the host of the show is amazing because it, it flows from the top down. That's it. And there's there's a vibe there. It's really warm and welcoming. And the moment I sat down on the couch with her, I was like, okay, yeah. she's. Just so how long do you awesome. sit in the, the green room before she calls you out? And then the other question is, is there a TV where you get kind of this, uh, this live stream of what's happening in real time? Yes. So they got a live feed uh, that's happening right there in the room. But here's the thing. So we got there like 10. I didn't go on till one because they were having air conditioning problems. So we're just like just sitting there in the green room and, and the producers coming at like 10, 15 and they're like, here's your speaking points. <laughs> Be sure you hit them. And it was like, and but in the, in the most wonderful way they were, they were, they were great. Yeah. So supportive. And even when I came off, they're like somehow in a roundabout way, I hit all the points that they wanted me to hit. Just having a conversation with Kelly, not even thinking about it. All right, good. And it was like, okay, it just flows naturally. But yeah, it was almost like ice in the kicker back there. <laughs> I'm sitting there just pacing back and forth, and every sip of water ran right through me. Like, of course, you had sip, to pee 400 times. And it's like later in the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. So. It's that whole thing of uh, kids will remember when you went to play hide. I was one of these kids every time I played hide and seek. As soon as I found my good hiding spot, I had to pee. Yeah. And that's like a really natural bodily function when you're in that yes. sort of a stressful situation. Totally, totally. Did you meet anybody? Was there anybody else uh, there that day that you that you wanted to meet and that you got to meet? Yeah. Shania Twain shot the huh? front door. So as I was as I was walking out to set, she was walking off, and he was like, "Hey, what's up?" So we gave each other a hug and everything, and also really sweet. Just mm-hmm. what what a wonderful lady. And um, but yeah, she actually just dropped an album also, and she's ah. yeah, she's doing good. Had you met her before? No, first time. Okay, but really sweet. And awesome. she knew you. She knew that I was a guest on the show. <laughs> so that's it. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's cool to see I, who's I, out there. Right? I like to think that she knew who I was. Yeah, she but did. I don't know if she did or not. But either way, we gave each other a big old hug as she was coming off and I was coming on. So, no, she was wonderful about, about the whole thing. And um, Quick it was, question. It was, what's that? When people hug you, do they hang in there a little longer to feel all your muscles? <laughs> do you notice that ever? Um, Every once in a while, yes. <laughs> every, every, every once in a while, it's happened with 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 Shania. Though it was it was more like a oh, good to see you, pat pat. You know, like, yeah, like yeah, we yeah. both we both wrapped around and we both did one two like two pats on the back. Yeah, and then she had producers pull her off, and I had producers pull me on. There so it is. It was, it was oh my gosh, though. that's hilarious. But we were just talking about this before because you know when when we pulled up the segment last week to watch it, the first thing I did as I. Uh, I, I, I have a hard time watching whenever I do anything on TV. And, I, and then I asked you how, how you feel about that. And we have such polar opposite opinions, we're don't to- we? We're totally opposite. Yeah. Yeah. So what you will be blown away to know about this, this man, Chris Powell, is that he <laughs> has literally, um, how many total episodes did you tape of Extreme Makeover Weight Loss Edition? 76. He has probably seen what? 10%? Seven or eight? Yeah, m- maybe 10 Full episodes. And, and I have a hard time watching myself. And granted, what I can watch, I can watch clips of my people all the time. Of course. And obviously, I was there with them for a full year. So, like, I remember those moments. I was there. But after the fact, I, I haven't, 
I don't watch the full episodes because I just um, I have a hard time watching myself. Mm. I, you know, I, I tend to get a little bit critical sometimes. Yeah, okay. and uh, so I've I've kind of felt it was better to step away. And then, however, I do ask for constructive criticism from other people. And sometimes I'll then then I can step in. I can take a look at a clip, see things that I can I could do better. Well, for yeah. some reason, I remember, I don't know who it is, but there are lots of actors and actresses who don't watch their movies. Right, right. It's yeah. Like, and, and, and there is a piece of me that freaking loves that about you and those people. <laughs> it's like, oh, I created the art, now I'm done with it. Now I'm, it's like the sand mandalas that we talked about in our trailer episode. Right. It's like, to a degree, that's what you did. You went and you made this beautiful thing, and then when it was over, you messed it up and you walked away. <laughs> right, exactly. And that's really kind of admirable. My polar opposite opinion was like, if I don't listen or watch back everything that I do, how in the hell am I going to get better at it? And you're 100% correct. That's what, that's what it takes to get better is to be able to take a look at what you, what you did, analyze it, and think, how could I improve it? But this is also why you're so good at what you do. This is why you commanded radio for 27 years. Yeah. Well, and and that you're at the top of the heap. Isn't it also completely worth it to say that that's your lane. This is my lane. Like I was a media personality. You're a fitness dude, right? For like sure. <laughs> you, you don't need to be consumed with media the way that I need to be consumed with media. Fair enough. Fair. Yes. Right. Yeah. And you, you bring up a really good point. And it's funny because when we started talking about this, you're like, dude, I, I listen to everything so I can, so I can, you know, improve myself and I can work on whatever it is I need to. And I'm thinking, Man, I should start watching my own stuff again, you know? But uh, I find it really interesting. And I wonder how many other people out there listening look back at their work, watch themselves. Like, it, to, to me, if you're in the sales industry, you should roll tape on yourself presenting to people and you should go back and look at that. You watch that. At a minimum, record yourself and go back to listening to see what you do because you're going to notice all your tendencies. And, like, I have consumed. So we've recorded in full now 14 or 15 episodes of this podcast. Yeah. I've heard every one of them at least six times, probably. <laughs> That's amazing. Right? Yes. Just not because I'm listening back to them to listen to myself, because I'm listening to them, you know, for, from an editing perspective right. and taking show notes and timestamps and things that we can address on social media and all of the things. And so... It's the it's it's the reason that I think we can get better faster. One hundred percent, and that's and I love that you're doing that. Yeah, and now I, I haven't listened to a full show all the way. You haven't through. heard. You can be honest. Yes. You haven't heard a single episode of this podcast, have you? Oh no, I, I've I've heard multiple clips, <laughs> but but with you, yeah, you know, we've, we've actually sat there and listened to right, the podcast right. back. It's like, oh, okay. Man, I, I swallow a lot in <laughs> this one, or I sniff, especially when I was dealing with all those allergies. Right, right. But um, yeah, and so it's, it's one of those things. We'll just call it my mandala. Do you, think, <laughs> do you think sports, like athletes, do you think they watch their performances back? Yes, right? 100%. Game film, yes. game tape? Yes. Even, even when it comes to learning how to train better, it, one of the best things you can do is record yourself and watch back so you can actually make those corrections. Here's the thing. You, you, it's so important to get that feedback. And this is, a, this is actually something that I need to work on because I genuinely believe here's an opportunity for me to get better. Mm. And I'm not capitalizing on it. All right. Well, I want to get to Kaylee O'Kelly. She's going to step in here in just a hot sec. But we love music on this show. And we always love an opportunity to uh, play Name That Tune. 
I've got a couple of songs here. I've got pop and I've got rock, and you're just going to have to tell me where you want to go first. Oh, boy. Let's go. Let's go rock. I feel a, lot, a little more comfortable with rock. Here is your clip. Oh, yeah. That's all you get. AWOL Nation sale. Let's go. This is one of the greatest songs maybe ever. I love this. Uh, I can't tell you how many workouts this song fueled. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Hold on. It's funny about this song. I'm going to unpair my phones. Plug into you. Uh, I want you to Bluetooth and we yes, can yes, get your yes. song here. But, it's um, it's funny because there's such like a, an aggressive line in the song, like maybe I should kill myself, and it's such a heavy freaking line. Yeah. But for some reason in that particular song, it doesn't bother me. But I can tell you that if somebody else were to use that exact lyric in some other song in some other way, I don't know why I feel like it would be a turnoff for me, but th- it actually like whoa like yeah so who hasn't felt that well i guess most people haven't but i have felt that feeling before yeah, yeah. i in my in my darkest of dark places i i felt that in fact that's the one part of the song that's the most jarring for me right is and i know exactly when it's coming up and i'm just like and every time i hear it it's like ooh. <sighs> oh man you, you feel it you really do because it takes you to that place takes yeah. you to that moment where you thought maybe that was going to be a good idea all right, so I went rock. What kind of category are you thinking about going? All right, buddy, uh, we're gonna we're we're gonna go pop right now. Ooh. You okay with that? Yeah, just give me a clip. It's all I need. Okay, okay. <laughs> I've been bragging so hard since the beginning of this podcast, and I have literally gotten almost every one of them wrong. All right. She got on flat top. She got mood. But it's not the Beatles. No. Come together, and it's definitely not Gary Clark Jr.'s come together. Who is the artist? He's the, the king. Oh, that is of... freaking Michael Jackson. It is. Yes. Well, Golly. You, you nailed it, the dude. whole thing. You, you, got, you got the song. Right? Man, this bass is just sick right here. It is. He was so good at that. Man, you can't help but nod your head to this, right? Hair down below her knees. That is so good. Uh, you play that any longer than 15 seconds and YouTube's going to flag us. <laughs> this is true. Okay. Pain, to my, good, pain in my ass, good YouTube. Call. <laughs> good call. Oh, man. Name that tune is the bomb. All right. Well, listen, let's switch gears and let's have one kick-ass conversation. When's the first time you met Kaylee before we bring her in? Uh, I met her over at uh, one of the other news stations, actually. You know, because she's she's been in the news world for quite some time, yeah. and um, you know the the news station where I actually got my start here in Arizona. She was over there for a while, and yeah. so that's where our our paths crossed. Me too. Just, oh yeah, that's right. She used to do the morning show, yeah. and uh, so that's how I met her. Nowadays, you will find her on ABC fifteen, and she is just a really ter- terrific person. Oh yeah, more I mean, than anything, she is just awesome. So so how about this? Enjoy Enjoy our conversation with Kaylee O'Kelly from ABC 15. So I'm just going to jump right in and say that Kaylee O'Kelly is on our podcast today. And we've been like having this great discussion and I don't want it to stop. Right. So 
you know, you both have been through your own trials and tribulations just like everybody has. And then Chris was like, yeah, that's called the amygdala hack. And I'm thinking, wait a second, <laughs> why have we never talked about this? Because I'm so passionate about this part of people. Yeah. You know, when we go through these situations, we get these wounds and we literally do. We get jacked in the back of our brain. We go fight or flight. Mm-hmm. Everything becomes life or death. And we have to realize that that's happening so that we can set it down. So. Yes. I want to know from both of you guys, when did you, when was the moment that you, you said, okay, all right, like I get it. I'm getting amygdala jacked right now, and that's not really <laughs> what's real in my life. Oh, gosh. I mean, it's a great question. Uh, for, for me, I actually heard about the amygdala hijack when um, – What did what, I call it? The, the amygdala Low jack. jack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> so it's the amygdala is a part of the brain that's, that's – it's all – Centered around your survival. It's right? like it's a so fight or flight. It is okay. the fight or flight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's that part of your brain that says it's like the the reptilian needs of like, okay, I'm in danger here and I'm gonna fight back. And so um, I actually heard about it when I was going through my divorce. Mm-hmm. I was required by the courts in the state of Arizona to say, you must take this course. And in the course, right off the bat, they say, you're going to experience what's called the amygdala hijack. And so you, while you think everything's fine within a week or two weeks, when it comes to the tiniest little things. I'm so impressed like, that they taught this because I, I thought it was going to be some like, you know, check in your time box, yeah. but this yes. is really useful. I, I did as well. And let me tell you, so it, it's a long course and you really have to go through it. And if, if you're, um, if you're not interactive on your computer for 15 minutes, it like it doesn't give you credit. So you have to pay attention to this thing. Wow. And I'm really impressed that the fact that the state makes you do this going through the divorce because it warns you of your behavior before you do it. And sure enough, it said, you're going to be fighting tooth and nail over you know, a tablecloth. And I'm like, yeah, right. A week later, I'm like, that tablecloth is mine. <laughs> and she's like, screw you. Yeah. And I'm like, duh. And sure enough, I'm like, oh my gosh. And you experience the oh same thing. Oh my gosh, thing. you're reduced yeah. to the lowest form of humanity, right? Sure. And, and when you are in it, and I was in it for a long time, once you do come out of it, I mean, for me personally, there's so much shame associated. And that was like a really difficult thing for me to deal with because I felt like, um, for lack of a better term, such a loser. Yeah. I felt like I lost. Because you're letting people I quit. down. I feel like I quit. All that, right. That's not what we do, mm. right? But you, you go back to those little things that you do fight over, and I, I'll, I'll never forget this. There was, there was a, a little bit of silverware. It wasn't much. And we're sitting here fighting, wasting money with these lawyers. The lawyers are winning. We're not. <laughs> we came out of this meeting looking They're at the each other. They're in the back going, keep fighting about oh, the they silverware. Were. Yes. They were. Right. They were still paying for it, right? So, But we looked at each other. What are we doing? We have kids. We got yeah. we to shape up. So, and it was hard and there were tears and a hug, you know, and, and I, every once in a while when I see him, I, I don't, I'm not as mad anymore, which is nice. I share with it's Chris a lot there. that, you know, yes. I have this very simple rule, which is you stay in relationship with people until you don't make good karma together. Yeah. And then once Ooh. you get to that point where you don't make good karma together, it's time to evaluate that relationship and it can shift. It can change. It doesn't have to be the same, right? When you start a story it can sometimes have all this meaty stuff in the middle and the ending is what we are so focused on. But really the process is the thing that we've got to fall in love with. And I want to ask you, because I'm compelled to go here, learning about this amygdala hijack has to help you when you're making transformation in people. Because I I know in my heart that some of these folks who are really struggling, 
they, they get in the back, they get in their heads, and that's why they don't go to the gym. That's why they don't make that first move, Trauma. right? 100%. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Yes. And it, when, you, when you recognize that, you can see it happening in a lot of different situations, whether it's, it's usually like fear-based. Um, in fact, most of the time, it's fear-based. And when, when that begins to happen, and, and here's the science behind it, because I was actually, I, got, I was fascinated by the amygdala hijack, especially hearing about it. And then falling right into the trap within days afterward. You know what I'm talking Almost about? Almost man- look manifesting, right? right? It's, yeah. It is like they told, and, they tipped you off to it. And you and thought, he, let me try that. Here's, <laughs> right, exactly. Right. <laughs> but when they when it, when it actually happens, you go, oh my gosh, there's something to this. But when you really start to understand it, and here's the here's the real powerful thing about it is understanding when the amygdala hijacks your brain, it shuts off your prefrontal cortex. Of mm. So now good, there's decisions. no more yeah. bingo. There's no more clear, rational Mm. thought behind your actions. Everything is reflexive. And so when you can start to, when you know it exists, you're not susceptible to falling into its trap anymore. So when it starts to happen and you get that reflexive, the claws come out, all of a sudden you can go, hold on. And you can actually do things in the moment like breathing. I know it's, this isn't a bunch of woo woo stuff. And you can bring yourself here and now, take a moment, take a beat, take a step back and say, Okay, hold on. Before yeah. I approach the situation, and you can activate that prefrontal cortex again. You can actually start thinking before you do and say something you really wish you didn't. You know, as you say that too, it takes me back to when I was going through that. I didn't know that it had such a fancy name, but I would try to um, envision like a um, an invisible bubble around me, so that when things would come in, it would bounce off the bubble, so that I mm. could stay focused and in the moment and not get carried away by the drama mm. that I. Embarrassingly enough, I will admit I was getting addicted to because you do fall into that cycle and it was almost sexier to be in this crazy psycho weird vibe than stepping out of it and going, whoa, 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 wait a second here. Just hold the phone. All right. So one of the things that people can get really fired up right about now is is politics. Yes. But yet every night of your life, like it comes into Mm -hmm. your bubble to use your word, right? So we talk about tools, we talk about tips, strategies a lot on this podcast, and we ask folks, like, what are you doing? How are you helping yourself? So with regard to division and reporting on things that you know don't always feel warm and fuzzy, what are some of the Kaylee techniques to getting that rinse, if you will, at the end of the day so I that like, you don't carry it? I like a long ride home by myself Yeah. before yeah. I go see my kids. Um, I really like to just... It, Call it meditation, call it what you will, but I really just like to take that time. Sometimes it's quiet. I pray a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm a Christian, and I take that time where I pray out loud, um, and just to say thank you. I try to get into that attitude of gratitude. And um, since my divorce and since everything happened in um, Dallas, I've really learned. And people make fun of me now because I use the word grateful. People say, "How you doing?" I am really happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, at first. It was sort of a fake it till you make it, but I had read so much about, hey, if I say I'm happy, I start believing happy thoughts. And they say it only takes, you know, 17 seconds of a positive thought to change your momentum from something negative. You and I, I feel like I've talked about this in the past. I know we have. But when you live it and you start to see it and you see energy and you do see energy, the vibe that comes off of people, you can feel it. You start to attract that towards you. And I know it sounds like a Pollyanna, but I'm telling you, I am living proof that you can go, you know, from a hellish place in life out of it for me through prayer and positive thinking you can change your whole life i got a question for you you mentioned earlier in the conversation you said you at first you felt like you quit oh yeah do you still feel that way no i don't it's funny 
kind of gives me chills to say that. I think I'm, I, I actually believe that I don't. Um, because to go back to your karmic comment, yeah. if you're not creating good karma together and you have procreated and you have two children mm-hmm. watching what's happening. Um, what are they getting? Yes. Yeah. They, and they I believe it. we've changed the course of their lives as a result. Um, they don't have to see two people who absolutely detest each other right. in the same home, trying to find an existence separate from one another. Um, we now get along. We co-parent, I wouldn't say really well, but we're getting there. We're on the right track. We're addressing traumas that happened to us before we met because everybody brings their own, for lack of a better word, crap into a relationship. <laughs> and until you work through that, you're not going to be a good teammate. And so we've learned to work through <laughs> these things separately. And I see these children whose eyes light up when we get together because they know we're not going to fight. They know we're going to have a great time together. And they also know that if the time is going in a, in a bad way, if things are turning south, we can remove ourselves. So, you know, it's going to get that. I hope it's going to get easier that, you know, walking away from those moments because those are still a struggle. It takes a while to get there though, Ben. I haven't shared this with you, but I don't know, maybe a month or two months ago, I was in the house and you were on the phone with Heidi Mm -hmm. and you guys were having this incredible conversation. It was so cordial. It it was such a, like it had such a positive vibe. 100%. I I think it's better. It mirrors. That's why everything that Kaylee's saying, it just like, I could feel that with every ounce of my being because I've lived that exact same. I followed the same path. And I went through the same struggles feeling like I quit, like I'm giving up mm. on the family. And I can say wholeheartedly and, and, and listening to you speak, it's like, no, you've leveled up. You've leveled everybody up. And it sounds like your ex is leveled up as well. And now you're, now you're showing up as the best you for your kids. Mm. And, and I'm, I'm finally experiencing that too. And that's why I'm so happy. And it's like, all the things you're saying about talking about gratefulness and prayer and all these things, we speak about it all the time because those were those were some of the most powerful things that got me out of the darkness. Yeah, and I, so you're, hey, we are we are one yeah. in the same, all of us it's, here. It's like, beautiful, isn't it? It, it is. And they're the best part though is that I know there's a lot of people out there that are in the middle of the struggle right now. Yes, I mean they're going through that amygdala hijack, just that reflexive anger and hatred and, oh, yes. and vengeance, and it's just like and this is absolute chaos and turmoil and. Fear of what's going to happen with the relationship with the kids, but like you are hope that you can you can come out of that yeah. on the other end. Well, I remember too um, before. Just I really knew that I someone needed to leave. Someone had it's to. The hardest someone part. had to hit the eject button. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, I didn't, I knew he wouldn't do it, and and that was hard. I remember thinking, oh my gosh, but driving, you know, my kids to school, and then driving to the gym, trying to find some place to cope, and then you know when you're on air, I was in Dallas as a, a main evening anchor. I really didn't have any friends um, that I could connect with because to me, my life was ugly and it felt like a failure. Oh, I'm going to cry. Um, but I remember thinking, I'm going to get through this. I'm, I know this is going to happen. And if I don't do this, then I'm only going to stay in hell for the rest of my life. And so I remember reading, it was just on Instagram. And it, you know, if you're going through hell, keep going. It's so cliche. And I could see myself running through those flames, but I knew ultimately we could get there. Yeah. And it's not, we're not, again, I can yeah, sit I'm going to sit oh, over here and cry too. And it's not. <laughs> no, there's a but lot of good so parts. It's worth the fight. Yeah, it is it worth is. the fight. Because I figured out I'm worth the fight. Mm. You know, my kids are worth the fight and my ex-husband's worth the fight. Here's what I say when I talk to people now and I go out and speak. I'm like, if you're feeling it, isn't there a pretty good chance they're feeling it too? And uh, you've both gotten yourself to the place. Mm-hmm. And it, so somebody was courageous enough 
to speak up. That's really what that comes down to. Somebody finally found the courage to speak up and put themselves first. And that's really what this whole thing is about. I mean, when you can figure that part out, the game changes, doesn't it? Oh my gosh, you have me chills. Yes. And thank you for saying courageous because it's the word. these are the words that we need to replace mm. with the shame that's associated with it not working out. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I literally stood up for myself. Yeah. Thank you for loving yourself that much. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. that. Why do we do that though? We don't in many cases stand up for ourselves <sighs> until we go back and fix these we things. We talk about it almost on every podcast. What do you think it is? Um, I think a lot of it goes back to maybe childhood experiences sure. mm-hmm. or yeah. I think our culture encourages us to put everybody else first. There it is. Um, and I, I think it's a, a lot of things. Um, but I do believe we're moving into a space of mindfulness where it's okay to have some self-acceptance. It's okay to not have everything be right the yes. first time. And I think when you start to get into that space, you give yourself permission to live in a whole new way. And, I'm, I'm and what so about to be about selfish that. without anger, right? Like yeah. that's the connotation is that to be selfish is this negative thing, yeah. but it's really the only way we ever get the best version of anybody oh, is absolutely. when somebody goes, hang on, I need 10 minutes or whatever that is yes. for themselves. Mm-hmm. But, and the moment you do that, it actually gives everybody else permission to do the same. same thing. It just takes one person to speak up and then all of a sudden it just resonates. Yeah. Through everyone. And then the walls come down, communication comes up, and now you can really start to work through issues and Mm -hmm. problems. In transformation, it's the moment they get courageous that it all changes. 100%. 100%. In relationship, it's the moment you get courageous, it all changes. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's big. It's huge. Yeah. I just wonder who's listening right now, who's feeling courageous, who's feeling, uh, and we described it as we were getting ready to record this podcast, that swell in the wave right before it's getting ready to get big. Mm -hmm. And that's what the moment feels like right before you have to face the big thing. Mm -hmm. But there's a thousand pounds of freedom waiting Mm -hmm. for you on the other side of that Mm -hmm. conversation. That's the truth. Absolutely. And if you will just ride the wave and just accept that it's going to get really high and maybe a little crazy for a little while, but it eventually (laughs) is going to settle down. Get ready, friend. Yeah. I mean, that's when everything goes the right way. And know that everything's going to be okay. That's it. It is. You've already paid the price. Yep. You've already gone through all the hard stuff. Yes. Yep. Yep. So now... But but stay in it. That's the biggest thing. You're like, keep... When you're in hell, just keep, keep going. You got to keep, keep going. going. You only lose when I know, you stop moving, I right? know a lot of people, they, they want to hit that eject button, but you just, you, you got to stay in it. And if you keep going, it's going to get better. And aren't you both just proof that, I mean, all three of us, quite frankly, that that's yes, the truth. It is. 100%. Well, we're living our truth. Right there. But didn't you, you both go. find when you were going through that hell or the, before this swell, right? The fog. I mean, were you guys in a brain funk? Yes. Mm. Yes. There's no clarity. And you felt you want, like you weren't yourself. Nope. And you would read something, and I'm like, that's not touching me. I'm not feeling anything. For quite some time, I was, I was quiet on social. I couldn't even, I couldn't even get myself. I, and I, I shared this you part of my journey. It, yeah. like I couldn't even get myself out of bed to work out. And that's been my, my life for 20 years. Yes. And the most, I mean, over like a three, four-week span, um, and it would come and go, the fog. And I would literally call it, it's funny that you use the word fog, because I would call it the fog. Mm. And I was, well, I was not myself, but I would have to peel myself out of bed just to go on a walk. You know, and then I, I, ta- I shared this actually is like, it was when I would go out and I would be in nature and I would walk. That's when I could feel again. But when I was inside by myself, I could not feel, I couldn't, even, I couldn't feel sadness. I couldn't feel anger. I couldn't feel, I just couldn't feel. 
It was emptiness. It was pure fog. Yes. And so, and it was, it was only when I could get myself outside and moving is when I could feel emotion. And all of a sudden, I would go on a walk in the desert and just bawl. Yes, release, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But it was, and I couldn't force it to happen. It just happened in random times. Would you same, no, the same. And that's why I'm asking. And uh, I'm curious, though, when you finally gave your permission, yourself, when did you finally give yourself permission to start feeling again? Or was it? Is that how that happened? Yes. It would, it would, be, it would be when I would, I would leave the confines of the four walls that were like, that was kind of, it's kind of like a prison. When, it, when I was going through that space, I would step out. It was when I was in nature and I was so, moving. And you're talking about your old, because I, I will tell you, for me, I called it the house of horrors. I'd never lived in a nicer home because you know, there's McMansions all over mm-hmm. Texas and they don't cost anything, right? right? And I thought, wow, this is, oh, I'll never live in a house like, this. you know, all that self-doubt. But the second... I got out of that house and I, I'm not blaming the house, but it were, there were memories associated that, in that house. And I, it was a vibe. It was a feeling like the second I moved out of that house, I was like, oh, I'm free. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just a, the beginning of change. I, I hate yes. change. I think most of us hate change. Right? Sure. We resist uh, it. You lock in, but I agree with you about being outside and in nature and just listening to the birds yes. and just starting small and, and being appreciative of that. Mm-hmm. That's the hard part because you want yeah. all the big stuff right away. Oh yeah, everybody wants to lose forty pounds right away, or I want a new job tomorrow, or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Right, and when you're overwhelmed with a lot of things that seem to be going wrong in your life, it's hard to feel appreciation at first. But did you find the more you practiced it, the more you could find all these little things that you are appreciative for? But you yes. you got to train it like a muscle, right? It's so true. Yeah. How important is the moment to you both? Like living in the moment. Yeah, it's everything. Yeah. Um, in fact. My sister taught me this. I want to get better about it. She wears two bracelets, okay? Mm. And it's a reminder for her where if she's not living in her moment, she's in her phone or she's not paying you know, attention to what's happening with her husband and her kids, she will literally take the bracelet from here and put it on this side so that she has a constant reminder that she's not off in some other land, like working, doing whatever it is she thinks she has to get done in this moment. And it, it, that has been a game changer for me to see with her because so often I was at church yesterday. You were talking about, um, most of us are living in the past or living in the future. Mm-hmm. Very rarely are we living in the now. Our bodies are in the now. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's so important for us to remember the importance of, for me, giving, uh, my worries to God because he's going to take care of it. Right. Concerns. Okay. But when we worry and we're freaked out about what might happen, you know, when I walk out the door here, we're not going to be living in the moment. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, that to me hit me. It gave us this little origami bird. Everybody in church got a little origami bird. And I have, I have it at my desk and I put it up there because it's a good reminder that I don't have to worry, right? Mm. I mean, I don't have to take that on today. I can actually have a really good day, think positively about anything, about how beautiful the carpet is. It, right. It's so simple and, and well, easy. Well, not this particular carpet, but other <laughs> <Yeah>. carpets. <laughs> there, there were nice vacuum lines in it before you guys got you know, here. But. You know, yeah. I love it. But it's just, again, getting back to what you said, it's just that little thing. It could be anything to get your day going in the right direction. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, so I actually tattooed. That's what my tattoo is a reminder of, to be present in the moment. So that's the past, the present, and the future is these three dots. And wow. so I got this tattoo a long time ago because I was diagnosed with anxiety disorder. So you talk about freaking out about the future. I live, my whole life was just ruminating about what's going to happen. And when I ruminate, 
like well, many of us do, we catastrophize. And so it never, it never works out well. It's always worst <laughs> yeah. case scenario. So it's not a good place to be. And that's why I got this. It's, it's kind that's of a brilliant. compass to help me through life so I can look at it. And, and it's helped me in a lot of times. And sometimes I forgot that it was there, you know, but it's, it's fortunately later on in my life, I keep coming back to this now to help me bring myself to this moment because this, your, our bodies are living right here in this moment. This is where everything is created right here and now. Yes. And so that's, that's beautiful. Yeah. So it's a going off of the bracelet story. It's yeah. very, this is my, this is my version of the bracelets. I yeah. have a question for you though. Cause I mean, you've done like a lot of big things, right? I mean, when you're on the national stage, right? I mean, I've seen you on GMA recently and all, all these different shows. Do you ever look down at that before the camera goes on? Cause I yes. know when I was feeling in a good morning America, I was like, Oh, I'm going to freak Right. Yes. Yes. I was like, you're like, I'm going to pee my pants yeah. up here, right? No way. Yes. But if you look like at the, that. Right? I, I do. And, and then there's this, it's the most simple mantra ever. And I say, just be awesome. <laughs> and, and it reminds me, just be in the moment. Yeah. Just be awesome. Channel whatever I can possibly channel through me. And, and also, I just always remind myself to like, bring value to, to the people that are listening. Because that's what it's about. It's really easy to think, there's cameras, don't mess up. You really think, don't mess up, don't mess up, don't mess up. But if all you can think about is don't mess up, instead of help the people on the other side of that yes. camera that are suffering. It's like when they suffering. were teaching you about the amygdala hack, and then you went home and tried it a week later. <laughs> that, 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 <laughs> like, literally what happened. That's it, that's, that's it. So funny. And it's like, and people are on the other side of that camera suffering. That like, What could you do to improve their lives? And if you think about that, then you can really show up, and you can be awesome in the moment. You know? And outside so. of you. 100 percent right. yeah. because when you're inside and you're just like oh there's cameras don't mess up don't mess up guess what you do mess, you mess up. up yes <laughs> exactly it's so true yes yeah. well and you get to see this happens to you every night it's like boom cameras on what do you do before you go on camera i don't even think about it anymore i mean yeah, I actually, that's how i got with radio right? for just, sure it's just part of your life but for me when the camera is on i actually just feel like i'm talking to my friends that's it and and i guess in essence you are yeah it was yeah. probably harder for you though, because the shows that you did, there were you know there was more stopping and starting, right. and hey, we got to tape this, and now you got to do the recall up interviews, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's a little bit more stop and start. Whereas you know when you do it in a newscast or radio show, it's a lot of fluidity, and, yes. and it's just there's a whole flow to the morning. Yeah, and before yeah, you know, you so look at the clock and it's eleven. You're like, oh it's, my god, we're done. Well, yes. when, when you were doing the radio, yeah. most days, and <laughs> when you when you were doing radio, you probably never thought about messing up. You're just chatting with the buddies. With your friends? Never. Really, the only thing you're thinking about is being on time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But yeah. you were doing so many things, too, because you're doing all this social. I, I loved filling in with you that week. Yeah, that was the we're, best. Okay, we're going to do this thing on Facebook. Now we're going to do Instagram. Now we're gonna, I'm like, okay, let's just go. I mean, <laughs> for you, it was a dance and is a dance. Yeah, that's sure. a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. It is a dance. Well, that's how I feel about the podcast now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we get to do this dance together. And like, it's so funny. We're talking about the reason I asked about the moment is I got up this morning and my stomach was all uneasy and I was so in my head about all this shit I had to do today. Yeah. And I was like, well, we got this and we got this and then I got to do that. And then like tonight at eight o'clock, I got to do a hockey practice. And I was like uneasy. I had this queasiness in my stomach the whole drive over to see you. And I we even brought some of that energy into the house, which I felt bad about. But the I felt moment, it. I did felt you? it. Yeah. yeah and, but the moment we got here and we started talking, it's like, you know, yeah. I've almost cried three times in this interview. Yeah. I've settled down. <laughs> Me too. I'm You're breathing. not alone. Yeah. <laughs> But that's the power of being in the moment. That's and it. when you lean into that, life is just better. Easier. Yeah. That's oh, the man, thing. it Easier. is. Yeah. Do you know anybody 
who leans into it all, who's always in that space. Because do you feel kind of like you have to like jump into the game, then jump yeah. out, and, like, and then, then jump back into presence, and then you're back in the game, and then you're, like, you're constantly in and out of it. Probably deep spiritual leaders right. are the best at For it, sure. Right? But I Those even Buddhist think that monks. they've got to step out of, of it. You know, and I'm glad mm-hmm. you said that because I have a feeling there are people who are listening and might be saying, oh, it's easy for you know, them to say this or them to say that until you say what you just said. Because we all, I believe have dark times, you know, Yeah. but it's coming into that realization of knowing that those are the times that shape us. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, hell will come and hell will go, but it's what we learn through those moments. What we get in you and I, we were talking about EMDR therapy earlier, finding whatever resource it is to get you through those hard times. I mean, that that's like the sweet spot, yeah. you know? Yeah. I think right. the, the key is just fine. Like it's, using it's, the tools. Yeah. yeah, Using the tools and being able to uh, being mindful enough to be aware that when you're in it, when you're in the game and you're getting pulled into it, cause like, I'll tell you straight up, this feels incredible. And in 45 minutes, I'm going to be a part of the podcast, aren't you? Oh, oh, like, yeah, you're this, always welcome. We're going to be sending you, are, you a contract. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this would be so Rachel, can you drop a contract for Kaylee? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. The ultimate um, compliment. Every yeah. Monday at 10 o'clock, we're going to need you here. Fantastic. Um, I know. It's my own therapy. <laughs> I love it. it. That's basically what it is for us. It's totally that. That's how we call it. I needed that. Yes. But it's crazy because like, we'll be vibing and just flowing. And all of a sudden, in 45 minutes, I'm going to get an email that's just going to derail me. Oh, sure. I just, I, yep. it's going to happen. And so it's like, you know, and, and so a lot of times, you know, especially for anybody who's listening, it's like, we talk about like, you know, being mindful and being the space and just like flowing with it. But hey, real life's going to happen. And you, it's not like you're in it all the time. Yep. It's like, you're going to get pulled into the chaos, into the rat race, into the game. And you have to just be able to be mindful enough to identify it when it's happening and then utilize those tools. Yes. Breathing and gratitude and prayer and whatever, whatever it is, yeah. whatever it is that's yeah. going to pull you out and help you just find calm, maybe for just a minute, right? Yes. And then dive back into the rat race. <laughs> I have a challenge though, because this is something I'm working with. I had a meeting with my boss right before I came here. That's why I was running late and I apologize. That's no problem. Um, yeah. I got, a me- I got an, uh, an email Friday afternoon. Rachel, like, note that in the contract that she's going to need to be on time. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me to be here 15 minutes earlier. I'll get here on time. Uh, <laughs> but I was anticipating this horrible news from my boss, right? Uh, again, 3 p.m., Friday, I get the email. I need to see you Monday morning at you know ten or nine or whatever, and so I'm I'm just building up all this ridiculous stuff wow, in my all head, the story. right? Yeah. And so, and it was such an easy meeting. It was great. It was wonderful. I mean, it was just about all this these plans that we're going to do moving forward. And again, that's childhood trauma, whatever it was, whatever thousand percent, whatever that is. And and I am challenging myself today as I was driving out here. I'm going to challenge myself to start expecting good. Mm expect good things to happen. Mm. And, and maybe, you know, maybe the crushing blow when it does come won't be as bad because you won't be in the mindset of expecting it. Mm. Well, and if mm-hmm. it does happen, you can be so honest with yourself to be like, wow, I didn't see that coming. Exactly. <laughs> yes, right. And then just be in the moment. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. You ever? Yeah, I think so many folks do that. I know I certainly struggled with that in my radio career. It 100% goes back to childhood and interactions that you may have had with people who were in charge of you. Yes. Uh, you know, and, and usually when they said, Kaylee, come in here. It didn't have a good ending. No. Right? And so when you get an email from a boss and they're like, Kaylee, come in here. Yes. You're right there. And it does <laughs> right. take me back to my second boss in this career. Most of it centers around that person, oh, right? Is that right? It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Usually, yeah. But when you can pinpoint, name it. But that's the amygdala hijack. That's yes. literally it in motion. I want Triggered. to articulate that. Yep. Yes. That email goes 
poof, and then your brain goes, got to stay safe, got to stay safe. Yep. What's happening? I'm on alert. What do yep. we need to do? I mean, that's wow. literally what, how that works. And everything else shuts that down. That is the mm-hmm. hijack. I needed that. Mm. I needed that. Right. Yes. On the flip side, that's kind of cruel of your boss to say. <laughs> I was thinking this on a Friday. Like you said it. What Perhaps. boss says, I need, I need you in my office on Monday. It's like, there goes your weekend. Right, exactly. Holy man. <laughs> this is so good. Well, oh. uh, Kaylee, thank you for it's coming funny. on. I needed that. We love you so much. I love you both. And, love you. and I mean that. we were so thrilled that you wanted to be a part of this. I'm so excited you guys are doing this. Yeah. You're, you're, you're both continuing to change lives for the better. And that's what we're on this earth for. I really believe that. Amen. Let's end like Thank this. You. Let's end like this. There's so many folks listening right now and every single day of their life. And I know this because I did it. You did it. You did it. I'm sure. But you wake up wondering why. Why did this happen? Why did this happen? Why did that have to happen? Why did that have to happen? And what if the answer is simply so that you can help somebody else? Mm. I like that. I do believe that. Greatest podcast ever. Thank you, Kaylee. Thank you, thank you, Kaylee. You got to come back. Oh, I'm coming back. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get that contract on up right away. She's an unbelievable person. We told you you were going to enjoy that conversation. We certainly hope that you did. Boy, and and I hope anyone out there who's kind of been through the same journey that we've been through, I hope you really connected with them as well. Yeah. Just know that you're you're not alone. That's the truth, man. Next week, we are back on the I Needed That podcast, and you're going to do a deep dive into what? We're talking low-carb diets versus low-fat diets. I mean, it is, it's a, it's a two decade battle between the two and there's all kinds of stuff going around. I mean, you look up either one and you know, you'll see all different, different sides of the story, but we're going to dive in. Cool. We're also going to have, would you rather name that tune? And we're going to ask you a question. What do you miss the most about being a kid? Have some fun. Think about that over the next six days, and we'll see you right here for our I Needed That podcast next time. Peace and love, man. Until next time. And she had written anxiety disorder and circled it. And it was definitely one of those aha moments. It's one of the reasons we are so proud to have this podcast sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. To get started, you simply answer a couple of questions about your needs and preferences in therapy, and you can schedule these sessions when it's convenient for you, and you can always switch to a new therapist if you don't find the fit right away. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you would expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash I needed that. That's betterhelp.com slash I needed that. You'll also find this link in the show notes of today's episode.